are listening to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase with host Matt Kona. The Naked Comedy Showcase can be seen the first Thursday of every month at 9.30 at Improv Boston, Central Square in Cambridge, Massachusetts, with host Andy Ofeich. Without any further ado, take your clothes off or leave them on. Here is Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. We have clicked it off, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase, a monthly podcast that happens here at Improv Boston. I am your host, Matt Kona. Producer Nick David is in the house. Yes, yes. Andy O'Feish is hosting the show, Beyond the Wall, and we are here with favorites of the podcast, favorite of the show, regular closer, Dan Martin. Hello. Damn. I'm also going live on Instagram just to do this. Live's the gram. And, and new to the show and new to the podcast, Big D. Hey. Welcome. Big D. Big D and I have been talking for the, about the 15 minutes that we've known each other. All right. I think I have a new best friend. Facts. Hey, yeah. that's what the show's all about. It's about Facts. BFF. Wakanda forever. Yeah. I know. Everyone. See, and I get that. Are you, yeah, it got, it got like heavy real fast in here. Like we already got to like watching our parents die. Like within, yeah. <laughs> within five minutes, we Dan, were, Dan we were Martin. at, we were all, we were all talking about how we watched our parents die. Dan yes. Martin rolls the black cloud, you know, I never, I come correct. You know he I mean? rolls the black cloud. I'm yeah. just in it. Yeah, I <laughs> you just hit it. I'm just in it. I'm just, I thought you said he I rolls am, the black cloud. I am the black cloud. I just hit it. He's just rolling. Rolling, rolling, but that's the white crowd. That's a Limp Bizkit reference. Blech. I'll see myself. Yeah. Sorry. Please yeah. do. I don't. Uh, I know. When I start making Limp Bizkit references, uh, you just want to break shit. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you motherfucker. There's only one reason you're doing it. For the money. It's for the nookie. You're all for the nookie. Ah, uh, God damn it, Dan Martin. All for the nookie. I was going to say for the $3 bill, y'all, uh, but it's much more appropriate for the nookie. Yeah. Yeah. I do it for the do-rags and splits. Oh, that's, yeah. That's my fave. And, and the, uh, and the, the, to explain the rag. You you come with a rag. Oh yeah, this, this is great. That. Yeah, so because I've seen comedians have a rag on stage. Usually goes over the shoulder, and you know I'm not telling you how to live your life, how to perform your comedy. I've seen in the back pocket. You kind of don't have that option for tonight's show. So. Yeah, okay, you've seen it. You just seen stick it, it out of his butt. Where, where exactly do you plan on? You gonna leave it on the? Oh on no, the stool? I don't know if you ever seen Creflo Dollar or like you know. One of those southern, no, but southern I don't know what, preachers. No, I don't know what any oh, of that okay. is. Yes, yeah, so oh, you're gonna like, carry it in your hand. Oh, you're gonna. So this is definitely some black, black shit. Oh, it's, like, it's yeah, a prop. This is definitely some black shit. Okay. Sounds like French you gotta cuisine. Keep, you gotta keep. This is called a fat rag. This is first off, and you wipe the sweat from your brow. You know what I'm saying? Just in case you gotta, you know, hide something and be a fucking magician. You know, you keep the fat rag <laughs> next to you. But more um, uses than one. I'm just using it tonight to kind of wipe the sweat from my tits. <laughs> Black thing or not, Dan Martin's getting a fat rag. Now facts, that you got to get a fat rag. Yeah, it's not, facts, not even now that I know they exist. I do it on gigs, man. I have to. I, I don't, use, I'm a musician. If I, I don't, if I don't have one of those when I'm playing music, definitely. I'll die because this shit comes all down in my eyes. I have all the whatever's up here in this, uh, you know, this crow's nest on top of my and head. Nick, you're looking down into my eyes. You're looking pretty dapper, bro. You're dressed like a classic car. Look oh, at you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like a, instead of a t-top, it's a tank top. Yeah. Well, we uh. Classic car. Does you can't see this? We're doing Instagram live. So hi, Instagram live. Big D's got to go soon, so let's talk to him. Okay, yeah. So let's talk about your uh, first time doing the Naked Comedy Showcase. You just basically put your name in the hat, 
yesterday, the day before. Yeah, actually, yeah, I messaged you. I think it was yesterday. Um, I was booked this week, but then um, when I seen that, I was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta conquer all territories like the Warriors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was like, why not? So I, I messaged Andy and um, I sent him my tape, even though I know my tape shit. And uh, <laughs> he was like, yeah, yes, come on down. I was like, oh, this is perfect. So, but I just started doing comedy, though. That's the. That's fine. That's, that's great. The, There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that, that uh, we've had a lot of people sitting where you're sitting that it's been like their first, second time, their third first time. gig. No, I've been, yeah. I've been, no, I've been, I've been, I'm booked. I'm booked all May and, you know, I was booked all April. You know, I get around. It's just, you know, it's just a naked show. Like, have fat rag will travel. Facts. <laughs> and then on top of that, it's like one of those That's things kind of, like, that should be the name nobody's going to believe that. Like, yeah. you did a show, you did a stand up, you did stand up naked. Yeah, I saw you post and people you know, ask if you were tripping. Yeah, they they were like, yo, the bro. standard questions. And are, and were you? Were no. you tripping? No, I wasn't tripping, but I, you know, I was definitely high as astronaut pussy. I was. I was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the standard questions are: Are you really gonna be naked? Yeah, that was and the question. What if you get a boner? Right. And what's the third? What's the third one? Why we usually talk about? I'm just worried about my ass clapping if I fart. You oh. know what I'm saying? Like that's... <laughs> but farting, I feel, I don't know. Butt farting. Have you ever have farted? You, I, have you, butt farting is the you, best kind of farting. Have you ever seen anybody fart on the show? No. I've farted anybody? on that show. Might be a first in <laughs> what, why, what did you eat today, Big D? Um, I had, uh, I had, uh, Uno's Chicago pizza when I got home. That gives you the farts? Uno's gives you the. Nah, then I had some curry business? chicken. It's number one with a right. Jamaican beef patty. Farts. Oh, some. Jamaican beef patty will do it. That'll and then some sushi. Jamaican, yeah, Jamaican, I, oh, Jesus I ate a lot of Christ. shit today, man. I got a multicultural, like a, multicultural. What kind of menu? sushi? What, what kind of sushi? What kind of establishment oh, did you get the sushi the, from? Oh, it was Ichi Ichi uh, Ichi uh, Ichi. Okay, it wasn't like gas that. station sushi. Nah. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, let's continue. No, listen, this. I'm not judging. I'm just trying to. No, I was trying to give. I'm trying to guesstimate. Because <laughs> gas station sushi will give you very different farts than we got to take a break. Yeah, Big D is you got to go do your thing. So, but when you're done with your set, please. Come back. And we'll, 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 Thank you so we'll, much. We'll get guys. The you got it. We'll talk to you in a bit. I've just been recording bad uh, attempts at commercials, and, uh, and and they're not they're not particularly funny. Just hearing me uh, babble over them is is one thing. Let's give me the give me the brief synopsis on like a couple of them. Like without going into like the whole bit, just give me the Cliff's notes. Um, I tried to give a podcast plug to Animaniacs and this other podcast that I just started with um, two guys that I found on the internet where we talk about a very specific comic book character from the 80s and 90s called Quasar. He's a Marvel comics. He was briefly in the Avengers. And I got real into him when I went to the dollar bin at in Salem. Wait a second. There's a <laughs> there's a, a whole podcast there that's dedicated solely to this one superhero. This not this like not very pop, not super popular. No, superhero. not very popular at all. Superhero. The whole podcast is about this one superhero. Well, we talk about his, and not just about him, but he he had a, a sixty issue run. Of comics, so every episode we 
read well we don't read it on the air but we uh we analyze and discuss it and uh yeah I, I just got real into this this guy quasar and looked looked him up on twitter to see if anyone else was out there in the universe which is kind of ironic because he is a galactic comic book character. Okay. He was the protector of the universe for a little while. Okay. And Quasar, I, I protector ha- of the universe. Yeah, and I happen to Quasar. You should can get I, on can the I, podcast. Can I, just, can I, only if I can do just, just be the only announcer. Only if I can just do the announcer. I would just want to be the announcer. I don't want to, I just want to have everything scripted, nothing off the cuff and I'll just do Quasar, wow. defender of the universe. We could, you know what? Because we do record it just on um, Google YouTube clips, so we're, we're sure. seeing video. So how about we bring you on? But anytime someone has to say the word Quasar, we just put two fingers in the air, and then you just pump in Quasar, Defender of the Universe. Quasar, Defender of the Universe. I think yeah, that, I think that would work. Yeah, we'll come up with some other ones. <laughs> just a, just a few little quick stabs. Quasar, Wendell Vaughn, Wendell. galaxies, our galaxy's only hope. Quasar. Yeah, except I mean he's he he gets thwarted a lot, especially in the early days, because he wasn't really cut out for this. So I tried to do. You may, you may think he's not what he is, but he's still what he isn't. You'll never know why, and you'll never know how. Quasar, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So this is almost it, it. It in a way ties in, and we could leave this in in the meantime. But um, we, I feel naked on that show because the two people that I found on the internet that you know, basically, I asked if I could do the show because they were starting this podcast. I said, "I'm really into Quasar. I'm ready to talk about him." And but they are they never stopped collecting comic books, and I stopped reading comic books for decades. And oh, and no. So they have all these references that you don't have at oh, all. A million. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like comics being around non-comics. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, But it's even worse than that because you only need to know a, a handful of terms if you're around comics. What do you mean yeah, by right. the lights or a bringer? Or yeah, whatever. right, right. <laughs> but, but, but they're naming off characters that haven't been seen in a printed comic book since 1989 and... Oh boy. Shit that I haven't read. And, and they're also, occasionally they'll reference something that hasn't happened yet in Quasar, cause I tracked them all down, all the issues down, but I'm only a little more than halfway through. So, um, I, I still wanna know what happens on my own. I know a few things have already been spoiled, which is kind of fitting, cause mm. we're, we're living in internet culture, but, um, yeah, so, but that's about, that's enough about me and the, Alone time that I spent back here. Is there any other comics what's that are the coming back? Of, what's the name of the Quasar? It's just called Quasar. Defender of the universe. Protector of the universe. Quasar. The own, our only, our galaxy. Quasar. The OG of the, he puts the gal, the OG in galaxy. Quasar. Our galaxy is OG. That's what that means. We need more comics to come back. Quasar. <laughs> So did you watch Big D? Did no, he, it's not even on yet, dude. It was what the fuck. When I, when I went Why down the there, fuck Andy, did Justin? He came in. Well, he said he said he was like when we got when I got back there, and I was later than them. They had they got a couple minutes head start on me. Andy was just doing his headstand. I was like, oh okay. 
And then uh, was he going Ethan first? went out. Yeah, then Ethan went out. And then it's, uh, what was the kid's name that we ran into out front? Who's gay? Oh, Kevin. Tell me that he's gay, Kevin, right? Then then he's up, and then he's at Big D's after him. So it should be. Oh, man. It's probably, it's probably right about. Uh, Kevin's probably most of the way through his set, I would imagine, by now. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make my way back out there because I want to check out Big D. Set. Yeah, yeah. I want to see if he's as funny on stage as he as he is sitting down here because he's a pretty entertaining human being to sit and talk with for sure. Yeah. So if he's as entertaining on stage, I'll be very pleased. Yeah, yeah. All right. So okay. Well, I'll see you. When in you're a bit. back there, yeah. Recruit some people to come. I will. Keep company. Uh, Justin P. Drew, and I'll send I'll send Kevin back as soon as I get back there, and uh, and Ethan will probably. Come back too. Okay. All right. Cool. See you bye. All right. Thanks. Oh God. <laughs> Gotta tape the top of it too. All this right. This thing was a little fucking science experiment over here today. I had to do some I had to do some laws of physics. A couple of equations and Equations. Equations. Summoned a Okay, hi Stacy. Hi Andrew Schneider. I am backstage at the Naked Hi Yale. I'm backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase and my guests have abandoned me. They want there's a new guy who's doing the show. Very funny back here, so everybody wants to watch his set. That's Big D. So they're doing that now. I'm waiting for some guests to talk about Naked Comedy with at the moment, so I have gone to Instagram Live to get any questions from you guys. If you don't want your name said on the air, then, yeah, I won't say it. But these are people who are doing comedy naked while I sit back here and talk to you. So far, no questions, just a couple of emojis. So, hands and eyes, yes, those are both two things that you can be seen on stage every first Thursday of the month at the Naked Comedy Showcase. While I sit back here fully clothed, although there is a partially naked man on my shirt. That's Nate the Snake. Okay, we've got a question. If you could wake up tomorrow without any restrictions, where would you wake up? Well, it wouldn't be in a mental hospital because you would have restrictions there. Hey, Justin, come on down. Hey. You're up next. Uh, I'm up next. Great. So first, I go from being alone to being up next. Kevin, welcome. Oh, great. All right. So you guys have the run of the the podcast. You guys just talk to each other, and I'm, I'm going to go. All these microphones are active. Yeah, they're all active. Just don't touch the table. So you guys, so I, I'd say, oh, yeah, don't touch the table. Uh, just talk about... When you first started out on the show, or any non-comedy naked stories that you had when you were a kid, where you were a naked baby a lot. I mean, a baby, yes, but a toddler. 
Do you ever get naked at parties? That's a good jumping off point, and I'll be back in a bit. <laughs> cool. Thanks, bud. How are you doing, Mr. Quigley? I'm doing great. Great. I'm uh, First time being on the uh, Naked Show in a while. It was a lot of fun. I tried out some new stuff. That was fun. Got some response. Yeah. Do, is this on? Do we, are we talking? Yeah, I think we're talking. I think we are live. On we're live podcast. on this podcast. We're live on the Naked Comedy Podcast. This is pretty exciting. Yeah. Not touching the table. Yeah, uh, don't touch the table. So are you are you doing new stuff tonight? Oh yeah. <laughs> you say that like it's obvious. Oh yeah, you know Andy O'Feish said, "Hey, we we could tape your set tonight and uh, send it to people at CBS." And I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna do new shit." Oh shit! <laughs> Why? Okay. No, that that's good though. I mean, that's what I want to do? You friend. challenge yourself. Well, I I wrote a bit about um, driving for Uber, and I mean. Just, just objectively, like the last line. Whenever I do it at a, like like a real show, the last line tends to get an applause break. Really? So I was like, oh, that's pretty I exciting. Had a bit like there has. This is the first JPD bit that's kind of had that as like a quasi guarantee. Right. You know, I mean, you never, you never really know. You know, I did it in open mic last night and it got a huh, but that was because, yeah. You know, it wasn't a sold out audience. Yeah, open mics <laughs> tend to be like jaded people just waiting for their turn. Oh, just nightmarish people. <laughs> It's like anytime I like crawl out of my little sad hole and like decide like I'm gonna do some comedy tonight, I go I'm like oh my god, how do you guys do this every night? Every night. How did I used to do this every night of the week? I um I ended up skipping a lot of that stuff because I was a I was a host for a long time, Mm -hmm. and then uh, people were like, do you want to tell some jokes? And I was like, I don't have jokes, but I had stories. I got I got. Weird ass sex stories. I got weird ass sex stories because I spent a lot of time uh, of my life being a homosexual, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, <laughs> until you prayed it away. I, you know, I, I'm not, that, that's what this whole podcast is about. Mm-hmm. Is about my former homosexuality. Yeah, and yeah. how you found Christ. I did find Christ, <laughs> <laughs> and I was his last temptation. Um, he's actually a dude that you met at a glory hole. Yeah, exactly. Uh, his name is Christ. Oh God. Yeah, the the new story uh, is working well. Actually, I, I've um, I haven't done the fisting one in a while, and I haven't. I've tried to retire Arby's, but people keep asking me to tell that one. Tell me Arby's. Arby's is the one where uh, where I um, meet a guy. I go to my 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 grandparents' house mm-hmm. uh, for a wake, mm-hmm. and I try to escape the wake buffet by. Uh, getting into <laughs> there's a wake buffet, mm-hmm. and I tried to escape the uh, the wake buffet uh, by getting into an Uber and going to Arby's in downtown Albany because mm-hmm. I, I don't get to go to Arby's here. And a friend of mine from my past, from my like uh, camp, like my grade school camp class, uh, past, uh, texts me out of the blue and says, "Hey, I'm in Albany. Do you want to hang out?" And I'm like, "Sure." So we go and hang out at that Arby's, <laughs> and he's like, "So you're a homo now?" And I'm like, "That's a weird way to say it." Um, and I, cause his name is Christian. I'm thinking he's going to do that. I think he's going to pray it all away. And, uh, and instead he says, Hey, do you want to fuck? And I'm like, Whoa. Whoa. And I'm like, well, we don't, I can't go back to the wake buffet. And he's obviously married cause he has a, a wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, let's do it in the Arby's bathroom. Shit. I'm like, shit, what? Uh, so, uh, so we go do it. And then he sets up his phone. I'm like, are you going to record? Are you going to record this? Oh, am I too far away from the microphone? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've been way too far this whole time. 
Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, oh that makes that sense. You can hear yourself and go, oh, I can hear myself. Or, oh, oh, well, I'm also, here's the thing, I'm also superhumanly loud. Yeah, you're very loud. Oh, so, oh, I'm sounding, I'm sounding real smooth. Yeah. But anyway, so he sets up his phone. I'm like, you're going to film this. And, uh, and he's like, no, I'm, my wife's going to watch. And I'm like, oh shit, what? What? And, uh, his wife watches, uh, as, as we're doing it. And, uh, Wait, where is his wife? Is she physically in the room? She is on, like, FaceTime Whoa. back at home. And so she's messing with herself. And I'm, uh, I'm fucking her husband. And then she's like, you know, fuck that fat ass faggot. And I'm like, that's okay, Danielle. Let's calm down. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, Danielle. All right, Danielle. Um, Danielle, you took definitely, this too she's far. She's definitely a Danielle. For she's sure. such a Danielle. Such a Danielle. Classic Danielle. Classic move. Danielle. Move. Such, I mean, come on, Danielle. But so then I finish, and Danielle finishes, and he's not allowed to finish because he's he's the whole cuckold thing. Yeah. And uh, and then I went back into the Arby's and had another big beef and cheddar. <laughs> so uh, just so, a typical Wednesday. I mean, you know, Kevin you, Quigley. You, you, you visit your grandparents you got to have some arby's butt sex <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, no. that's one thing follows the sometimes other. <laughs> but i've been telling that story a lot for like a year and let's uh, see if we can get arby's to do a commercial around it <laughs> i know right i'm the arby's spokesperson <laughs> big beef and cheddar both in the restaurant and in the bathroom um, come for the oh, it's the five B- for five deal and it's, stay. It's it's BBC Kevin's big beef and cheddar Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> beef and cheddar Kevin. Oh my God, what an embarrassing life I've led. Um, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, I'm doing this new story about a uh, three way ahead where the the water bed broke and I almost drowned. Oh shit! So yeah, yeah. Y- you know, uh, <laughs> as you were saying it. It, or I don't know what it was that I don't know what it was that you said to Kevin and I that made me think you were almost drowning in cum. But it was something that you said <laughs> as we were walking in from the front because you were telling us the same yeah, story yeah. about how you almost drowned during a three way. And then you said something that was like you said something like it was it wasn't from piss or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> well, what was it from? Oh, I was like, oh, like he inhaled a whole bunch of cum in his lungs. I was like, that's got to be awful. You get pneumonia that way. I was like, I was like, that sounds terrible. What a horrible night that must have been. I mean, not for me. Uh, no. <laughs> no, actually, I have a story about. That's how you want to go. I mean, it? it's not, not the worst. I did have a, a Bukaki story I told for a while, uh, where like a bunch of guys came on my face, uh, but I didn't drown from it. Um, I was the center. I was a cookie. Was a the, cookie. Cookie. <laughs> the cookie. The cookie. <laughs> I love it when I learn a you new term that. like that. <laughs> oh, that pleases me. That pleases me so much to now, now, now that I know what a cookie is. The cookie. I've never, I've never said the cookie on stage, and oh, now I'm going to because of that reaction. Shit. That was great. That was, was fun. The cookie. I was the cookie. I found out what. What is it? Bluffing. 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 Wait. Bluffing? Bowfinger? Bowfing? Uh, Bluffing. Bowfing. Is it blowing someone while they're on the toilet? No, that's a, no. That's a blumpy. That's, no, that's a blump, bumpkin. That's a blumpkin. That's, that's a, a blumpkin. blumpkin. No, this is, this is <laughs> blowing some type of drugs into someone's ass. Oh, It's God. called bluffing or bluffing or, or something. Oh. Really I don't know. I found out about it the other day. This girl told me about it. I was like, what? What? Yeah, it's like <laughs> real dumb. I, I know a guy that's into that and I'm like, I don't need that in my life. Oh man. Big D is back in the room and his clothes are on. Oh, Big which means D. My set is nine. So I'm gonna head out. Big D, I'm gonna give you your uh, your headphones back. Oh, I don't touch the table. 
True. Don't touch the table. Good job. Good job not touching the table. Everyone did such a fine job. All right. Bye, Kevin and Justin Pedro. And hello, Big D. This is Nick David with Big D. I caught your set, man. That was great. Thank you. That was really good. Five months in. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing all right, man. You're yeah. doing all right. That's that grandmother stuff was great. Both your I like both your grandmother jokes. Yeah. I like the I like the rob I like the robbery joke. That was great. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. So you actually seen the set. Yeah, I yeah. Seen, um, I like I like both of your where you where you were selling drugs for your grandmother. I like that. And then I and I like where you were talking about how the, you know she used to have like five guys come up in the barbershop quartet come up to her yeah, house sing, and sing doo wop tunes. Yeah, singing doo wop tunes. You know, <laughs> four of them weren't even hitting that pussy. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> no, I, um, I actually, I actually forgot. Uh, there was a joke that I didn't do. And then mm. as soon as I got off stage, Andy had said something about baby powder and it was just instantly clicked in and I was like, fuck, mm. I forgot the damn you're joke. Very, you're, you're supernatural on stage and that is the, that's the hardest part of comedy, dude. Yeah, I really I, think it is. I see a lot I really think it is because that. it's, there's this, you can be a really funny. You can have really funny shit, and if you can't connect with an audience, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't work. It like, doesn't matter. It's like they're, you're just you're reading it from a book. If it's and then they're like they're like, but the thing is, is with with the audience, like from what I've learned since I started, they've paid their money. They want to laugh. Like you know, it's not yeah. like you know they're coming to be assholes. Like they want to laugh. So you have to present yourself in a way or whatever, like you said, that connects. And well, you just come across very likable right out of the gate. You're a likable yeah. dude. Yeah. So, so that's I like the, it. so that's right out of the gate. You're just like a likable person. Your perspective is funny and, and you know, it's a uh, people, you get people on your side right away. So I dug it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan right yeah, away. I, I, I think you're, I think you're going to do some good stuff. Cause that joke, uh, about my grandmother, like the first part of it, like I kind of just like destroy the audience. I'm like, your pussy is garbage. Like, yeah, yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, what? yeah. And then you know, yeah, I was I wasn't sure how you were gonna climb out of that one. I was like, oh, really? He just told all these, all these women their pussy was garbage, and how he's gonna fucking bring them back. Let's see how this works out. And then you did, and I was like, oh shit, good for you. They talk about. I don't know if you did. You see, um, the comedians of comedy. You ever see like they did? There was a sh there was a show. They did a taping of the show, but then they did like a behind the scenes stuff that was like just them talking about shit. I don't think so. I, not unless you mean the comedian with uh the Seinfeld. No, no, no. The comedians of comedy. It was like uh you know it was Maria Bamford and Brian Posehn and. No, and, I don't uh, think I caught it. Okay, and I, maybe I need to. So it's uh so it's um I can't remember his damn name right now from my. Uh, Pat Oswald. So it's Pat Oswald. It's Pat Oswald or Maria Bamford, and they're talking about how they loved how they used to do. They used to have these nights where they would all go up and try and dig the deepest hole they could dig and get out, and then see if they could win the audience back. Like really say something offensive or shitty, or just be really <laughs> bad for like the first five or ten minutes of their set, and then see if they could dig themselves back out of it. Do you remember that? You you saw the comedians of comedy? Yeah, I love that. That's actually yeah. another not a popular name to say these days, but that's a Louis C.K. thing too. Oh yeah, yeah. 
It's a big thing. Big, dig, himself, big tro- dig himself a hole and come back. I don't, it's a yeah, big, well, it's a big trope <laughs> in comedy. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the you know when he says something when he, he when, he, when he says something totally <laughs> awful about his kids. You know, he said it's called yeah. his kids like a cunt or something. You're yeah. like, oh, how's Jesus Christ? How do you you know? Or he says the N word or what you know whatever. Yeah. He goes, all right, how's he gonna get back from this? How's he gonna fix this? And you go, yeah. wow, he just fucking. Yeah, Every I, time. He never I, hasn't. I've I mean, never seen him, I've never seen him like throw himself under the bus and then not get back out from underneath the, the bus again. That's one of the ways I operate, I feel like. Cause like the darker the material, the better the ending has to be. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. You gotta have a way out, but like, if you don't have a way out, just finish your set. Just get <laughs> yeah, just do what you gotta do. <laughs> get the fuck out of yeah, there. Yeah, do what you can do and get the fuck out of there. I yeah. mean, not for nothing, I, I've been blessed uh in my short comedy career uh to um to actually not really not really have like too many shitty sets you know what i mean like good i think when i when i first first started like when i started doing open mics and stuff like that was the worst you know what i'm saying like it was i'm in a bar with six people and they're all comics yeah Yeah. comics and then like the three guys that weren't comics just heckling you the whole time and shit and um I would dig myself in some pretty shitty holes, you know, that often resulted in me needing to knuckle up at the end of the night. Well, well listen, man, you are, you're so, you're way ahead of, the, five months in, you're way the fuck ahead of the I game, man. It. I don't know if you saw his set or I not, was, Dan, but. If you know the Dan Martin laugh from the back. <laughs> oh, me oh. cackling up a fucking fat storm. Yeah, yeah that's man, what me. a fucking great set for five months in, man. I was when you left, and I was sitting here with with Cone. I was like, man, I fucking hope he's as funny on stage as he as he is just hanging out. Oh, just I knew because that's the hardest. That's the hardest thing, yeah. man. Is 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 the thing that makes us funny here is hard, much so hard to translate hard to out there. Stage, and yours is yeah. so natural. You're the same guy talking here as we were hanging out. It was your material. Stage, I was yeah. just like, oh, that's just the same guy I was. Hanging out with backstage it was no it was a total extension i think so finding that connection i don't i haven't figured it out yet i'm real jokey when i go up on stage i don't um, my personality doesn't shine through as much as like yours does but i think it's the, just like you're just your comfortability of, of of being yourself like i really don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about me or whatever yeah. and i just i just go off you know, I go off and, and do my thing or whatever with the confidence knowing that the joke is funny. And that's that defense mechanism. I mean, me, same thing. Like, I grew up, you know, poor, fat. All sorts of shit happen when you're young and you get feelings about it. When you get old, you get that defense mechanism. Yeah. And so you have that humor, but also that way you look at the world. Right, right, right. right. So that shapes the way... The worldview, you know, yeah. people's worldview is the different. So you do it. I, I kind of, I try to stay as positive as possible, you know, and, you know, I just know, like, I, when I started doing comedy, you know, we were talking about, uh, death and stuff like that earlier, but my mom had died, and, um, I remember her telling me, you know, even when I was a kid, like, you know, you're gifted, you're talented, and you have to find your gift. And I thought my gift was selling drugs and being out in the streets. But that's not a gift. That's a curse. Mm. You know what I mean? And, um, and I found, uh, I found my way into working with kids and being a positive force in their lives and that kind of, you know, and then I got, had a son and that just kind of like set me off. And then on the anniversary of her death, uh, last year is when I started doing comedy and, um, I haven't looked back since. Like it's, it's just been, you know, I, it's a it's a grind, and you know, I go up I go up every single night of the week. 
That's a great uh, man. That's what you got to do, dude. I go up every You're doing night, it. You're weekend. fucking doing it. So you're you doing do. exactly yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like I love this shit. It's, it's, there's nothing like there's nothing more fulfilling in the world for me than to, you know, somebody's had a shitty day today, and as comedians, we were the ones to give them a smile and make them laugh in some type. This of This is and it, as much as it's for them, it's for you too. Like, right, right. When right. I have a shitty day, like I had a. I had a bummer day today. Yeah, me too. I had, bum <laughs> fuck, me too. I had a bummer day, and uh, some days are worse than others. But uh, I remember, was it two, two years ago on April second, my mom, my mom died. We talked about it earlier, and I went to the hospital, had to identify the body, sign off some some shit, and then I came straight here because it was the naked show. No, and that, you know, and it's I just crazy. went up. That was the, the 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 anniversary of my mom's death. That was the first night I started comedy. That's crazy. I went out to go drink, and then uh, they're like, "Oh, they're having an open mic down the street." So I go to the open mic, and I went I went up, and I actually I actually killed. Like people were like really like, "Oh shit!" Like who the fuck is this guy? Like how long has he been doing this? And um, that just started my journey. But you're you're absolutely right. Like no matter what, you just got to stay positive. And like you said, it's for us too. You know, like I I loved it. I love doing comedy. Like yeah. this is like I haven't had a passion for anything in life except beating my dick and smoking weed. How old are you, Big D? I'm 35. 35. Right on, man. Not far behind. Nine. I'm 37. Yeah, see? I started when I was 28. That's about. Oh, hey, shit. listen, man. That's a, you're. That's about when I started. Was 35. Oh wow, wow. So yeah, because I, mean, I see now I've done, kids I've now. done fuck all, but <laughs> <laughs> but I but I'm saying that's you know that's about when I started was around right around 35. I mean, you yeah. look young. Maybe a little. Maybe yeah. 34. Black don't crack. Well, I was brother, just you know gonna fucking like, say that. Yeah, come on, man. You already know. Like this is this is cornbread, collard green, macaroni. It should, man. I thought you were in your 20s for sure. That's yeah, like you just yeah, described your, my diet. No, you know what my diet is? My <laughs> diet consists of Tasty Burger, Blunts, yep. and 40s of Miller High Life, <laughs> and uh, an occasion, occasional insulin shot, just to balance everything Jesus, out. how many more fucking stereotypes could you hit in there, kid? Well, shit. Could you, you know, fucking... I don't have my you, gold teeth in Could you spit some fucking chicken in there, or what, what other fucking stereotypes could you... Cells, I got off on diabetes. That one? Got diabetes, yeah. drugs, 40s. And, and I, I have jokes for every single every single stereotype. I think I have jokes for all of that. Definitely. Like, my favorite stereotype is Sony. They make good stereos. <laughs> Listen, man, I the my, the best fuck of my whole life was a hooker named Sony. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, uh, the, my fuck, had, it was Sunny. You know, so she, dude. Nah, it was S O N Y. I was joking. I, I don't know. You can I tell, can I tell a quick story? She was tiny, yeah. tiny thing. Go ahead. So the craziest experience I've ever had in life, I ended up going on Craigslist looking for some pussy, mm-hmm. and what I got was a guy looking for somebody to fuck his wife. So I get to the guy's house. He went. This is. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. Can you? Can I just tell you how bizarre this is? Yeah. Because literally, as I came in, Kevin and Justin P. Drew were here, and Kevin was telling Justin P. Drew a story about how he met a. He's gay. He met a guy who his wife wanted him to fuck him in front of his wife. What? So now, so you're now you're telling this story. Oh my God. Now you're now you're telling this story about a husband who wants you to fuck his and wife. He doesn't know Kevin. So and he doesn't know Kevin. Yeah. So, but it just happened. It's just but a every, weird. Every, well, when, I, when I met him, he announced he was like, he's like, I'm gay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, that's what's up. He said it to me. He said it to me a half an hour ago, and I'm like, I'm, I've met you four fucking times, dude. I know you're fucking gay. <laughs> Just I've so seen you know. your, I've seen your set. <laughs> 
Just so you know, Nick. Yeah, so I, I'm the guy. I'm here, the guy doing the podcast. But just make wanted to make sure I knew yeah. in case I was. So, want to throw the line yeah, out there? Are you into it? You're just throwing the line out there. Let it, me know. You're into you know? it. I'm Maybe. gay. Yeah, no, I don't. no, it was cool. But so I, anyway, all right. So let's hear the story. Let's hear your story. Sorry, I, I had no, to, no I had problem, to tell you no that problem. that that had just happened. So, but I digress. So, <laughs> so, so, the, I, so I get to the guy's house and um, I walk in the house or whatever, and I get to the bedroom and his his wife is on the bed and she's on all fours and he's like, "You ready to suck that big black cock, babe?" And I'm like. Okay, cool. So I get naked. She starts doing her thing. And then I look down and he's like right next to me jacking off like really fast. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is you doing, bro? Like, Wait, you gotta is there get- another speed to jack off? Well, yeah, you gotta, you, you stroke at a regular level. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't stroke. I take it easier. A regular level stroke. Yeah, a regular yeah. level stroke. You can't, you can't pump it all the way up to 10. Gotcha. So I'm telling, I'm like, yo, what the, what the fuck is you doing, my nigga? You gotta, you gotta get the fuck away from me. <laughs> back up. So back he, up a he, close. he, close. he was close, bro. He was, he was like, he was, he was close to the damn. He was oh, like shit. right here. And I was like, what oh, the fuck shit. is you doing? Like, I felt his <laughs> oh, arm God. hitting my arm. Like, oh, no. I was like, you got to get the fuck away from me. So he backs off. When you share a seat next to a guy at the movies, you're like, we don't, we can't both use this arm. It was too much. Yeah. You're alone. Move down. Definitely too much. So I kind of bark at him and he goes into the corner of the room and starts beating off at regular speed. At regular speed. So. Then he starts shouting that's instructions. That's a great addendum to the fucking story. At that's such a good, that's such a good, good little piece of information. So he politely starts jerking. He politely starts. Yeah, he, he's not aggressive. He was aggressively he's not being jerking aggressive out before. Like, then he politely just yeah, started tapping his meat. So then I'm like, dude, uh, so he's like, you ready, you ready for that big black cock, babe? And so I'm like, okay. So I start smashing his wife. So he's and narrating. He's, he's like, narrating, yeah, basically. He's like, he's like, like Steven Spielberg. It's, it seems more like he's like the, the dad on the sidelines of the youth soccer game. Facts. Get back on defense. Get back <laughs> on defense. Come on. Go Be Panthers. Like Go Panthers. So I start. Run the quarterback sneak right. like we showed you. <laughs> so I start smashing his wife and surprisingly her pussy was good. Um, but the thing was, is that I came too fast. But I, when I busted a nut, it felt so good. It was like a, it was like an Asian guy dying at the end of a kung fu flick. Like, <laughs> let's like, hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So it was his voice while you came. Yeah, and then that the that sound right there. Yeah, yeah. So so that little sound bite is going to forever be part of the beginning of our please beginning of the show from yeah. now on. And I'm going to find somewhere to put it in there. That's oh. Inspector Gadget running down the side of a skyscraper. <laughs> oh, with the so, plunger feet. The plunger feet. <laughs> <laughs> so I get done. I'm going to get dressed, and um, he starts he starts fucking his wife, and I'm like, cool. So he goes, as I'm about to walk out the door, he goes, where, where are you going? You got to wait for a second. I was like, hold on. What, what you mean? You're not coming with me. So he I'm gets sleeping over. He gets, yeah, he gets done and starts getting dressed. I'm like, what the fuck are you getting dressed for? I'm leaving. You're not coming with me. He goes, dude, we got to get the fuck out of here before a husband comes home. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought it was her. I thought it was her husband. Oh, it wasn't her husband. This is just a fucking random guy <laughs> that was fucking this woman. And I thought it was her husband because he said it was his wife, but it wasn't. 
Holy shit. That, and that's a true story. That fucking matter. That, oh, man. And did you find out if he was just someone that was also on Craigslist or did he? Nah, know? I didn't. When he was I didn't babe, stick around. He, he might have been the, the side guy. Nah, I, I didn't stick around to find out. They, they probably were, but I know, you know, I'm black. I don't, I don't even want to, I, I didn't even want to anybody to even know. So like when I when I left, I, so I decided to come tell it on national a podcast. podcast. <laughs> right, and the only reason why I'm telling this story is because a friend of mine, I was at a, a mic uh, in Faneuil Hall. Uh, Hetty McLaughlin was like, "D, your stories are the fucking wildest. You need to tell that story somewhere. So why not Absolutely. on the Naked Podcast? Yeah, Fuck absolutely. Sure. Yeah. But just to catch you up, uh, Matt Kona, <laughs> Big D set was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. I, I heard, I heard yeah. the tail end of it when I got, I got in there with, around the uh, the Malcolm X. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. The impression was on. Yeah. 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 I'm good. the Corey Rodriguez is the only one that does the Denzel impersonation. You know, <laughs> he's not. Yeah. I'm out here. When it comes to <laughs> Denzel impressions, Kong Kong, I think. Can you tell me the name of this show? Backstage at the Naked Comedy Show podcast. Nope. At the Naked Comedy Showcase podcast. Yeah, whatever. I fucked up. I love it. I love it. I love that we've been doing this show for like a year and he still doesn't know the name of it. He's fine. I just came back from six minutes of flubbing my set to, and saying no, three words. You nah, didn't. It was no. Right. no. Nah. Well, whatever. <laughs> we'll find out. There's a videotape of it. So, um, I had my what did you flub? Nah, I just fucked up some some of all of my jokes. Some of all some of, of them. All some of, of all jokes. of my jokes. <laughs> yeah, I, I peppered in a little blooper with every one. <laughs> Jesus. Nah, whatever. Whatever. I'm uh, I'm just a little out of. Uh, you, know. you gotta get the sound guy to put some banana peel slide whip, sounds in whip, 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 whip. when you fuck up. Whip. Radio. I started it out by because I I came up right after this guy Dave just did, he was all he did his volunteer. street joke yeah yeah and uh, and and he uh, he he, he was excited he to come up wasn't yeah, he yeah he did the old people he got fucking an on an electric break fence when he joke. took his seat during uh, no <laughs> during your set yeah yeah oh, yeah fuck. so I said hey man give it up for Dave you know it's embarrassing so um but so, I I preface my set with saying that my jokes were all gonna be um I'm just doing. All the jokes that they didn't give to the other people that didn't volunteer tonight. So yeah. <laughs> Dan Martin. Oh, good. So, so, so I, when I go up, I said something that didn't go over well, and I went backstage and I said, "Thanks, Dan." <laughs> yeah. I'm so dead. so Big D. Tell uh, tell us about how you felt about your set, and while you do that, I'm going to get up and I'm let Ethan come in over here and yeah, take no this problem. mic. So tell yeah. us about and then uh, we'll tell get us, out of here so they can get yeah. Tell us here. about how you how you felt about how your set went and. Uh, uh, I thought my set was shitty, to be honest with you. Good crowd okay. response, though. I got I mean, you might have felt it, but the everyone, yeah, the crowd, everyone to laugh at once. Well, as a comedian, like you know, you know when you're, you know, you're on the top of your game. Yeah, you're. You know what I mean. But have you ever been naked before on stage? Well, right. So uh, you were opened up. You know what I mean. Well, actually, I've told I've told jokes naked before, but it's really just when my girlfriend's around. You know what I mean. But. And it's, and it's and she's in the like, bedroom. we're at a birthday party. What are you doing? What are you doing, kid? What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you dead ass right now, my nigga? 
Yeah, but no, nah, I felt like I felt like my set was okay. There was one joke that I missed, and that was, um, uh, you know, there's a friendly tip for all the big girls out there uh, in 2018. Baby powder is not your friend. You know, when girls get out of the shower and they sprinkle too much baby powder all over them and shit, and that shit starts creeping up under the food pot. Now you're out here making gravy. You know what I'm saying? It's the like fat upper pussy area. Facts. And yeah. if you're gonna make gravy, at least add some sazon or some adobo to it. I'm black. I like. I personally like Lowry. Sprinkle some Lowry's on it, and then we can have some of that food pot gravy for some of these biscuits that you're gonna get your big ass in there and cook. And that was the joke that I missed. But what, it, do, you, what do you mean you missed it? Like you forgot to say? I it? just you got the recipe wrong. You should have a food show. Yeah, that's yeah, actually, yeah, I mean, but the funny thing is, biscuits, I is before those. I came, I was like, yo, don't put on baby powder. Don't put on baby, because if I put on the baby powder and then I came out there and I did that joke, then it was like, you're the one with the food pot gravy, bro. Like, so you were in your own head. Yeah, I was like battling with myself yeah. on what jokes to do. Yeah. And I was like, nah, right. I'm just going to end it right here. How did it feel like with like, so before you went up, did you have a set in mind? No. No, so when I had I had the baby dick joke uh in mind only because it's relative to the show. Uh but quite contrary to popular belief, uh my penis is large. It just was very, very flaccid on stage because it was cold and there was a lot of white people around. That, I was in the pool. I'm that, white. I believe it. No, that was that was hard. But that's she, just me. You were holding up there. Guys, my dick is small because thank you. Nature. Yeah, Jesus Jesus was blessing me. I mean, I look at it as a, ble- as a, as a blessing and not a lesson, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if my, my dick, dick is small. small because it's just always surrounded by a white person. <laughs> <laughs> See, you nailed it there. I don't know if my dick is small and I wouldn't, uh, and it wouldn't bother me. Yeah, it no. doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm still getting pussy. I come the show anyway. every time. It's, now that we're talking about, like, it's, it's, this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity when four comics are talking about penis size. Uh, yeah. I, I have something relevant to say. I was in the bathroom. This is Ethan, <laughs> by the way. Ethan just yeah. got here. Hey, Ethan everyone. Andre. Hey, yes. everyone. I, I know you know I'm, I'm a wheelchair user from the way I speak. You know, so anyway. <laughs> uh, so, uh. Is that, that wheelchair accent? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's true. I, uh, yeah, there's actually a boom mic operator because he won't stop wheeling around. So it just no. oh, whoop, 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 whoop. that's that's what it is. Well, once that you get rolling, that wasn't me. That was involuntary. All right, involuntary. Anyway, so like I was in the bathroom, right, and this dude uh, behind me. He wasn't. He wasn't a dude. He was like an and like um. I think he was like. A a, a nigga bitch. an emerging adult. Oh, you can't. Right? Oh, I'm gotcha. Sorry, can't. An emerging adult. I had to get the right thing. I think I don't know what. An emerging. Anyway, I thought you were gonna say he, a tranny or said, something. He had said like, it was really nice. He said, oh, "I love being black." What? Yeah, man, he was. He but, lied like, when to I you. looked when I looked at him, he was looking down. While he was peeing at the urinal. <laughs> so he was holding all of his advantages over you. Standing, big dick. I really don't think it was directed at me, but this was a learning opportunity, right? So I was like, I tapped him on the shoulder, like, hey, not yeah. all, ster- and like, even if stereotypes seem to be positive, right? They're not. Yeah. Like, what if, like, a black man who has an average size penis, comes around and hears you say that 
He's not gonna feel good about himself. Well, that you know? was me. I was actually gonna say you were there. No, I was actually gonna stay on stay on stage because <laughs> when I seen like the, the few black men that were in the audience, I was like, sorry, my niggas, I, this isn't this isn't for everybody. Like, I know I'm not bringing the heat right now when it comes to penis size, but this is the You're best welcome, we got. You're welcome, white men. I often right, yes. <laughs> I often have the hot takes, but I gotta say that was the least of my worries ever doing this show was what my dick was doing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, the I gotta smaller, worry about so many yeah, other things. Well, yeah. I knew my food pot was the gonna cover most the better, of it. The smaller, the better. Yeah, whatever. Me, yeah, still. especially if the gut hides it. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, I bet Solange is really comfortable. It's just, a penis protector. No. <laughs> it's just four or five guys talking about all these dicks. Yeah, you guys are still talking about cocks. Yeah, and I know, and I know Big D is black, but he's throwing the N word around anyway. It's just a comfortable yeah. situation for it's Solange. Y'all, my nigga. Hey, that's yeah. the that's the green room at the backstage yeah. of the Naked Comedy Show Case Podcast. I mean, for the record, I'm pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> it's all good. I'm about to back away anyway, so. Well, we're about to get out of here. Cool. Thank you yeah. guys for, for coming back. Yeah, Dan Martin's Thank about you. to, to kill it. He's on, he's coming up soon. I'll be on at 11 o'clock. Set your swatches. All whoop, right. Whoop, 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 Parker whoop, Lewis whoop, can't whoop. lose. Yeah. yeah. Synchronize. <laughs> all right. Dan, Big D, what, do we have anywhere we could follow you on, uh, yeah. Instagram? Yeah, just chime in that one. We'll um, you can check though. me out on Instagram, official Big D Comedy, hashtag Big D Comedy. You can check me on Twitter at Big D Comedy. You can check me on Snapchat at Big D860. And then on Facebook, I don't really want to use my government, but it's Demetrius Hullum. Follow me on Facebook. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. You can find me on Instagram at Dan Martin Comedy, <laughs> and you can you find have to me type on, it in an accent. Though. Yeah, you can find me on, and then a different one for Facebook. Find me on Facebook at Dan Martin because that's my name. Bye. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do uh, a British accent, say Facebook dot co dot uk. Oh, hello! I forgot. I also have a Twitter. <laughs> it's Fan Martin, like you're a fan. And I was stupid 10 years ago and thought I'd have those. <laughs> or you just made a typo. Martin. Made a typo 10 years ago. I'm a fan, Dan. I'm a fan, Dan. I am. All right. Thanks, guys. I know it sounded sarcastic, but I really am a fan of Dan. Yeah. I'm a fan. Fan of Dan. Yeah. No, not, well, he's gone now. He didn't laugh at that. I thought he would laugh at that. I don't know. It's just a rhyme. <laughs> not, I, I'm not yeah. trying to undercut you. You know, you're right, Matt. You're right. No, I appreciate your criticism. Even if it was. Alright, really I'm gonna positive. switch seats because Nick usually sits here. I have my water over there, so just taking a oh. 10 second break. Oh. Mm, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Solange. Hey. What do you study in Harvard? I study women, gender, sexuality. Ah, man. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Thank you. That is great. Uh, it really is. I, uh, I took one class. Oh boy. Got an A in it. Hey. Test me. Um, <laughs> give me test your you, hardest question. You I'm a man, by the way. A cis man. Uh, cis man. My what does cis mean? Question. CIS? Cis means the, the, like, the biological one, and you can 
actually, I have this trouble is your, with the this language. This is your pretest question. This is question. my pretest. Is that what you, Matt? This is this is the official Matt. Did question. you also no. study women? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, at Harvard, you know, like whatever Solange uh, study, you know. Uh, uh, anyways, okay, let's just. I'm getting get anxious. Back. Anyways, so a cis man <laughs> is someone Jeez, who I was who was Ethan a, just takes over the control of the show. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Someone, I'm answering. No hands on the you're table. Right, you're you're right. like water bottles on hands. Just, All right. I'm you see, sorry. the automatic wrong answer is that as a man, you're speaking right now, which just disqualifies you. So that was a trick question. You're right. You're oh, I fucked that up. I didn't really answer it, though. I just babbled, which was on which, purpose. Which is even worse. That's like trying and then just, yeah. <laughs> no. No um, partial credit. No, Solange, I'll explain this to you. Babbling oh, is. Oh, it. Oh, good. <laughs> My favorite thing. Oh, I know. That was, that was on purpose. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is Go on. Uh, can you tell us what what is a cis man? Um, a cis man is uh, the enemy in in short terms. <laughs> um, and you know, if you're really interested, I would really recommend Judith Butler's Gender Trouble. And you know, if you're committed, you will read all 300 pages or something because I have only mostly skimmed because I am a college student. <laughs> yeah, yikes! I just lost all my credibility. Harvard, formerly the college at Newtown. I know a couple of things. Yeah, well done. Oh, because yeah. you, you're doing tours now, right? Yeah. The, the duck boat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite silly, dumb joke to say. I say, because <laughs> when you get on the river, you get Boston on one side and then Cambridge on the other. I say, Boston used to be called Shawmut. That's a word that means living water. Whoa. Cambridge used to be called Newtown. That's a word that means town that is new. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, love uh, it. I don't get the shaman one. That's just what it really means. <laughs> no, yeah. I, 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 you know, it's called set up. No. Have um, you heard of uh, the mo- contemporary use of shaman? No. So it's it's maybe this is just a Harvard specific thing, but when you get too fucked up and you sit on the toilet thinking that maybe you just got to take a dump, but then you take a dump and then you also vomit on yourself. Uh, it's a shaman. <laughs> what? Yeah. I like that. That is just. Totally, um, you gotta wipe that's the stereo. what everyone does. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, oh he's no, taking a poo. Mm. Uh-uh. That's what I knew. Uh-uh. I hope there's a tub nearby or something. Yeah. I right? I just think about the logistics behind it, and it really stresses me out. There's just too many, too many liquids coming out of too many ends. <laughs> Very stressful. Are you? What, why did Harvard come up with that? Um, so I don't know if this is actually Harvard specific okay, yeah, thing. Right, this right. also might just be like an ex-boyfriend sure, sure, specific sure, sure, sure. thing. Yeah. <laughs> ex-boyfriend with a couple of different problems. Yeah. 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 Shamit. Shamit being the least of them. Yeah. But. yeah. So, so oh. can you tell me about the Harvard stand-up club? Is that how you got your start in, in um, doing stand-up? Yeah, kind of. Um, I like, my senior year of high school, I sort of, I did like some storytelling things and then I was also in a really bad car accident and I've always used humor as a coping mechanism and then I would just like tell the story behind that and people were like, that's pretty funny. Yeah, definitely healthy. I have a therapist now so things are better. Um, but the Stand-Up Comedy Society is one of the like younger comedy clubs on campus. They were like 10 years I guess we're 11 years old this year. Um, and we basically just get together once a week and workshop jokes, uh, hang out. 
uh, for an hour, and then we put on one to yeah one big show every month, and then like a bunch of small shows and opening things throughout the semester. That's cool. great. Yeah. So it's just the people in the club that perform. Are you guys do you switch roles, host, or have someone do you all do the same amount of time? Yeah. So kind of. So we have uh, two presidents. So I was I'm I was the co-president last year, um, and now we have two new co-presidents, and then everyone else is just like kind of a member, and you get more time the longer you you've been in the club or the longer you've been doing stand-up so sure. if you're like a first year or a newcomer it's like three minutes and then you know at most for a typical show it's five minutes and usually the presidents will host shows which is like so stressful um but if people like are willing to volunteer we definitely welcome them in the hosting position mm-hmm. volunteering to host or to take a set to host to host yeah because that's typically that this the least desirable role on the yeah. show. You have to keep track of everyone's time. You have to have so much energy. Yeah, you're responsible if there's a lull to bring it back. And if no, people I, leave uh-huh. to go get food or get a drink. You, I know, you have to be the ones that are looking them in the eye while they walk out. Mm. Yeah, mm. and not take it personally and try to make <laughs> jokes about it. Sure, yep. sure, sure. Yep. Yeah. No, I get that. I, I sometimes host. I, uh. You host a, a I monthly do, show. I Why? Do, do you host... sometimes pawn it off? Is that what you're saying? Are you considering it now as we no, briefly is that the subject? No, option ever? I haven't gotten paid yet. <laughs> so, I never really thought it would be great to, to pawn it off below. I would have to pay $5 probably for oh. Yeah, no, I'm teasing. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. I, anyways, I love host. I really do love hosting. That's what. That's what the confusion is, where the confusion is coming from. Um, now, what about the, how does the Naked Comedy Showcase fit? Does, does the, I mean, if you're workshopping with, once a week with, with the, your, right. these fellow comedians, do they know you do it? I mean, I know we've had other people who have been in, um, in that society come over and, and do some sets. Yeah, um, yeah, I started doing this because another, like, member of the group, like, was doing a comedy and then needed someone to film it, fill in one week. Yeah, Devin, Devin Quinn, yeah, he's, he's great. Um, but I think, I think it's unsurprising that it's, it's me, but I, well, you know, when we workshop jokes, I don't, like, do them naked. No, no. Yeah, but they're, they're mostly supportive of it, and I think mostly confused by it. What's weird is that whenever, like, people think that the audience is naked and that you're fully clothed, that's, like, the first assumption, and then the second assumption is that, like, everyone's naked, and then when you finally get to, like, no, you're, you're the only one naked, people are like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Yeah, they don't get it until they come, and then they get it. It's true. I, well, all right. Uh, so, I'm not sure I get them. it either. Roll your eyes on that one. I well, I mean, the, <laughs> I mean, like, it is, yeah. Go on, go on, Matt. Uh, I will. They have people's expectations are often like their imagination just runs wild when, when they hear about it. Mm. You know, like some people jump. They, they think there's no way that it could be naked. Right. Yeah, and, and, and it's just naked truth or something. Yeah, yeah. there's been people who are booked for the show that then they find out. All right, so this is where you go back and get changed and change into oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, you mean actually? Should we change it to the actually naked comedy showcase? <laughs> I, I don't really think so. But but then and there's a it's every three months in New York where they have it, mm. and the audience members have the option of being naked, Whoa. which which is weird because I feel like it should be 
an all or nothing thing. Yeah, it's weirder if like the the person next to you is butt naked <laughs> yeah. and you're like, I don't know, in short. Also, if you I don't have like, the option to change your seat. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, the yeah. seat thing is the thing that would freak me out the most. I don't want to know, you know, what other butts have touched it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Or if you're at a comedy show at the same venue the next night. <laughs> yeah. 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 How much Windex do you guys have? Well, and, not enough. Not yeah. enough Windex in the world. No. Yeah. Yeah. But are those shows public? Are they just for the students that are on campus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they're public. Um, but it's mostly students who come. But it's kind of nice because you know we have like a decently sized venue and can get between like seventy and like I think our biggest show is like four hundred people. So oh, wow. Wait, yeah, wow, yeah, which okay. is pretty crazy. Just, yeah. Like, well, we yeah, have like a built-in kind of audience. But like, if seventy shows up, do you not? Like, I just imagine seventy being really hard at times because there's so many seats that are open. Um, so it also depends on the venues and like the nice thing, I mean, about being at Harvard is like we have so many resources. So if you want a smaller show and we know we probably aren't going to get a lot of people, then we can just pick a smaller venue. If we know that we're going to have yeah. a big show, then we yeah. can like pick a bigger venue. So okay, it's good so out just for my clarification, you were saying 70 as in like 70 is a max for some venues and 400 is a max for others. E- sort of. I would say between like 70 and like a hundred. I'm so bad with numbers. I do. I'm studying women's studies. So this is all just by my eye. Uh, so to me, 70 looks like, Women like are the sign center be filled. So oh, that's not true. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, I did. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. I, don't, uh, I feel like they have to be good at numbers. I don't understand sizes of women's clothing. Yeah, <laughs> no, that is really difficult. How can you true. be a size zero? Well, that's because you mix you mix numbers and letters. Like, what's an X at, like X S? But that, is that a two? Is that a zero? Is that twenty four? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like and then there are European numbers too with sizes, and that's confusing. Yeah. 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 No, I imagine. Well, also, there's like at least when you're getting jeans, you have to like. There's three numbers for women's sizes. I right? did not know that, but yeah, that's why I think we should all just be buying dad jeans. They're <laughs> big, and you can't even tell yeah. if you're in a size small or if you're in a size like grandpa. Totally. Yeah. Why aren't we making our own clothes more? You can yeah. make your own websites. Yeah. People don't make your own clothes. We just cry sweatshop labor. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Right from the clothing? No. Um, yeah, I actually don't even know what jeans are made out of. Car. Oh, nope. Yeah. Jeans. Jeans stuff. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. So when was the last time you did the Naked Comedy Showcase? I feel like I hadn't seen you in a little while, but yeah. also I'm sequestered back here yeah. for most <laughs> of the show. So there are sometimes people that they forget that we're podcasting or that they don't know that we're podcasting. And uh, I did the March show. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that was really fun. Um, and then, yeah, last, last, or the April show, I had a dance rehearsal or dance dress rehearsal the same night, so I Is missed that it. Harvard related? Mm-hmm. That's the hip hop Wh- company. Women's and gender study related? No. Mm, I wish. It didn't seem like it. Interesting. Why do you wish? And I just feel like it'd be fun to interpret, you know, queer theory into, yeah. to hip hop. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a cool, cool, and more fun than reading for sure. I, well, I think that would be actually really powerful. And ter- do you freestyle interpretive dance? Uh, no. No, I do not. That'd be a different form of comedy for me, I oh, think. sure. It's also really difficult. I and is an interpretive dance all freestyle? Oh! I mean, you're interpreting yeah. the music. Unless you're... I don't know. Unless someone in a different language is telling you dance steps <gasps> and you're interpreting those and <laughs> acting them out. <laughs> In a, I think that's, you a that's guessing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you answered your own question there, Matt Kona. Yeah. 
Yeah, quite possibly. Also, no, you're right. It was redundant. <laughs> All right, so this is a subject <laughs> that has come up on um, past episodes, or just like kind of a, a fun jumping off point or a question that I think of. As a kid, were you naked a lot, or did you become, <laughs> a, uh, as an adult, that would try to liven up a party mm-hmm. or a, an odd situation? Like, I've never gone streaking before, but I've gotten naked at parties, or... Yeah. I don't think streaking is really an active thing that happens very often now. We actually... Yesterday, so we have this tradition called Primal Scream that a lot of college campuses happen, but... Or have... But in our interpretation, the night before finals... um like a bunch of students gather around in like our main yard and strip down naked and then run a full lap around like Harvard Yard and we call it our primal scream. So streaking is a once a semester event. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's honestly so stressful. Like the fear of naked pileups because you have like. Oh yeah. 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 That like as soon as someone marathons. slows down. What? Yeah. <laughs> that I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. In well, occasionally... Or oh, pileups, not naked specifically. No, no. Ah, oh, yeah, no. Okay. Unless they're wearing tearaway clothes. <laughs> that, that could also... That'd be in. so crazy. Yeah. I mean... Huh. It's a good idea for a... I've seen plenty of... Skit? Yeah. I, I've, did you ever watch... Have you watched the Boston Marathon live or seen no. parts of it? Do people... I would... I would I've never seen anyone naked, but I've seen some pileups? people that are... Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. I mean, sad, but f- kind of fun. Yeah. Right? It happens at the Tour de France a lot, and that's with really? bikes, and that's that's not as uh-uh. fun sounding, uh-uh. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, it may be an impromptu. <laughs> if you tried to sabotage the Harvard streaking circle pit of uh, that could be funny, but you know, as long as nobody got injured. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I heard a story today about someone who knew someone who got a concussion and a broken nose from a naked pileup. Oh, primal mm. scream. So that's not terrible. Though. It seems like the worst case scenario. Yeah, concussion, brain nose? injury. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're skipping right over concussion. And you're naked at the same time. Yes. Well, yeah. yes, yes. You might wake up and not know why you're naked. And All right. Right, but at least you can't right. smell. I'm an asshole. You know. It would be terrible if uh, if this person had internal bleeding and like uh, you know all a huge amount of brain damage. You know that would be bad. That'd be worse. No. Yes, because they're naked. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I got super defensive right there. I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry, listeners. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Really, I was right, though, right? Right? <laughs> okay. Do you have a cricket noise? noise effect <laughs> yes, on this? we do. We should. Oh, we, we should really just should. hit up a pet store. Should I leave? Get I a can bunch you... of crickets. Oh, yeah. But you, the pet stores don't sell crickets, like, for, to like, be as pet. It's, like, for food, right? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's so sad. They still sell them. I mean, theoretically, if you wanted to have crickets as a pet, <laughs> but you would probably have to go to a different place to get cricket food, I guess. <laughs> I mean, like, it would, yeah, you would have a more high grass. Ground. Yeah, you would have a more high ground. If you're like, no, pet owner, pet store owner, I'm buying them for hmm. for sound effects on my podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. Or if you have neighbors that you want to torture. Yeah. Oh. Take notes, kids. Yeah, yeah. These are all possible early Christmas gifts. Uh. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm really remember from my voice. I'm in a wheelchair, so I, I deserve all everyone's pity. 
<laughs> Low expectations are great for everyone. No, I'm really not working with anything. So, Matt, how long have you been growing your beard? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just been... I've had it for a long time. What do you That's mean? A question. That's a well, huge... Yeah. I don't know. But, but it's shorter than it's been. But I always feel like when, when people ask me about my beard, I, I don't remember when I started growing it. <laughs> so, I you know, I, I feel like I'm always copping out. Yeah. The last time that I cut both my hair and my beard at the same time was a long time ago. Mm. It's been a while since I had just a face full of flesh. So I'm kind, of, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of worried about if I shaved that off, it, you know, if, if I would look like a different person. What because, does the IL think of yeah. it? I'm assuming she likes it. Uh, yeah, I think that the I'm mostly... She has not asked me to remove my beard. Mm. Yeah. Well, does she maybe... Is she scared that that would be really, really upsetting to you? It's not upsetting to me if I lost my beard. I, I've shaved it off before. It, it keeps growing back. It's what like, if one day it doesn't would, grow back? I would hope so. Uh, ooh, yeah. Or if only one half <gasps> of my face grew back. Whoa. Yeah, maybe that's impossible... Fan fiction. Have you thought about styling? Like, you know, people do stuff like dyeing it, braiding it. I have had it braided before, oh. and, and that that was uh, interesting. It didn't really last that long. I've never put beads in it or anything. People do that. Yeah, I've seen I've seen people with beads in it, and I I I have never done this until a few months ago. But I put a little beard oil in because my friend oh, is a barber, yeah, I've heard about and that. so he, he gave me some, and it, it's all right. I mean, I don't really feel anything. Maybe it feels a little bit like mm. firmer. Mm. It, it looks kind of sparkling, mm. I guess, in, in a way. <laughs> sparkling, you know. Maybe just initially after you put it in, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of a low maintenance person when it comes to. Mm getting the beard on but you know i'd consider that do you have any suggestions should i uh i feel like it'd be fun if you somehow connected your mustache to your beard like maybe with braiding oh. or with i don't know yeah oh yeah matt's like twisting it up in a funky or beard yeah i don't that's my vision i don't know how we can make it happen basically so that your mouth stopped existing it's just <laughs> like hair from the nose to the neck yeah oh yeah that could be a Nose to neck. Nose I've, to I've done that, you know, just you bite the Whoa. beard. Oh, oh, you look like a Muppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I made a character. Oops. Yeah, wait, I think I also have to go. Is, um, cool, do you have anything? I'm still in college and I'm yes. a <laughs> Yes, What is your paper about? We'll promote it on the podcast. Oh, wow, thank you. Uh, yeah, Professor Lewis, if you were listening, um, I actually finished the paper three hours ago like I was supposed to, so... <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Do you Harvard. have do you have any um, social media you want to promote, or when's the next Harvard? Oh. How about you give me the next two if you have the next two dates because oh, this yeah. usually doesn't get produced until mm-hmm. the week before the next podcast, so we can I mean before the next Naked show, so we can yeah. kind of promote them both. Um, let's see. So I do you guys go through the summer even though there we are no don't. Yes, yeah, so that's oh. the sad thing. We have our senior show this Sunday at eight p.m. Um, but if you like the Harvard Stand Up Comic Society page on Facebook, you can find out. Yeah, we're all going to be over the summer and keep track of our shows throughout the year, which are honestly really good. And I, th- I'm on Instagram. It's not that interesting, but Solange Az. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Solange. Thank you, man. And yeah, thanks for coming. See you soon. Thanks, Ethan. All right. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Mic drop. That's how we end it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks to Solange, Ethan, Big D. I fucking killed it, kid. (laughs) Dan Martin, Kevin Quigley, Justin P. Drew. And as always, Andy O'Feist for hosting the show, putting it all together, Improv Boston for giving us the venue. Yes, yes. Come check out the live comedy show, first Thursday of every month, improvboston.com. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Thanks for suffering through me, uh, sputtering out some attempts at some advertisements for the other projects that Nick and I do. And Nick, thank you very much for for recording it. I hope you had a great time this week. My pleasure. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed this week. I'm glad I was here, and uh, I'm gonna click it off. All right, leave us a review backstage of the Naked Comedy Showcase podcast on iTunes. As always, tell a friend. Thank you so much. My name is Matt Kona. Good night. Once again, thank you very much to Improv Boston for being the home for for backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. We tr- we record in their training area every week while the show happens live. So if you're interested in taking any classes, whether they be in improv, stand-up, or sketch, go to improvboston.com. And they also have open jam sometimes, you know. some They have a, a show called The Mixtape that's helped produced by Wes Hazard, who has been on television, radio, and is a published author, where they feature stand-up, improv, storytelling, poetry, and have live improv jams. So once in a while, if you look at the look around on the Improv Boston website or on their Twitter page, you can find opportunities to just attend an open jam. And if the spirit moves you, even if you don't have much training in improv, something you want to try, you can do it. And if you want to pursue it even more, yeah, we'd encourage you to do so. But it's a pretty, uh, pretty cool atmosphere that they have here. They're very welcoming to people from all walks of life and comedy. So it's certainly worth your time to take a look into the world of Improv Boston. Thank you again for listening to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. If you enjoy what you hear, please do us a favor. And write a review for us on iTunes. Or better yet, tell a friend. Send a link. We're also on Fans FM. Excuse me, Fans dot. Take that again. Thank you once again for listening to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. The best thing you could do if you're a fan of listening to the show is to tell a friend. Send them the link either on iTunes or Fans dot FM slash Naked Backstage. Fans.fm slash Backstage Naked. I guess I could probably check that since I have the internet. And nobody is back here, so... Thank you once again for listening to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. If you want to help support the show, you think somebody that you're friends with would enjoy listening... 
or enjoyed doing the Naked Comedy Showcase and they want to hear what comedians who have done it or are doing it for the first time think about it, please send them a link. Encourage them to check it out. You can find us on iTunes or at, na- at nakedbackstage.fans.fm. We would really appreciate it. And thanks again for always listening. Thanks for listening to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. Thanks for listening to Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. If you like what you hear and you want to hear other podcasts from the people that you hear about different topics, well, Nick, David, and I are enthusiastic. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more from me, Matt Kona, and producer Nick David, we do a podcast together called MMAniacs where we chat about the world of mixed martial arts. So you can check us out at fans.fm slash MMAniacs. Fans.fm slash MMAniacs. Do you like podcasts? Why? I've got another podcast. That's right. This is Matt Kona, the host of Backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. And I do a podcast about a very specific comic book character from the late 80s and early 90s with two other people who were way more versed in the world of comic books than I am. It's called... The Quantum Podcast, and it's a part of the Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks Network, where we talk about the podcast... Just fuck all of that. Hang on. Thanks for listening to this podcast, but if you want to hear about a very specific comic book character from the late 80s and early 90s, you can join Matt Kona on his podcast, where he talks with two very much more informed comic book aficionados, Phil Perich and Will Allred. On the Capes and Lunatics Sidekicks special podcast, The Quantum Zone, where we talk about Quasar. That's right. Wendell Elvis Vaughn himself. Quasar. We chat about him every single week as we analyze an issue of a comic book that he is in, whether it's his own title an Avengers crossover, Marvel Comic Presents, 
or more. So, if you like that very specific comic book character, or you just want to learn more about it and why three people devote their Friday nights to talking, Quasar, tune into the Quantum Zone pod. You can find us at Quantum Zone Pod on Twitter or capesandlunatics.com and iTunes.